0: Okay, we are learning Daftasain. We're starting from a few lines down. And the Gemara starts with quoting something that we learned yesterday. Gufa, we learned yesterday. Somebody covers the Sukkah with uh, pieces of clothing that are already worn out. So the Sukkah is no good. So what's going on here is that a Sukkah cannot be Makabotoma. So if you have a, a garment, clothing, it's there, certainly Makabotoma. If it's Makabotoma, you can't use it as clothing. But in our case, the clothing is already totally worn out. So if it's totally worn out, so it can't be used as clothing anymore. So we really make a radin, right It should be fine because it's no longer Makabotumba. But what we're saying here is that we make it we We're concerned if we let you use it, then you might come to use stuff which... Um, is still makabal as a regular garment and therefore even though now this one is already worn out and no longer makabal we still say you shouldn't use it so the chumar elaborates and this. my belike and what do we mean it's worn out we're talking about little patches that don't even have three by three width of finger The not only would Uh, a rich person not save such a a little bit from a garment, but even a poor person who generally would save any scrap he can, even the poor person wouldn't necessarily bother uh, saving it. And the idea is that you don't bother saving something you can't have a use for. So if it's less than three by three, Fingers with so then you're not going to even even the poor people wouldn't use it so it's not considered a bagot anymore if it's not considered a bagged so then again the halacha should be that that it's no longer tuma. if it's not a macabre you should be allowed to use it for shakh. but the chidrish that we're saying is that since it came from a bagot which was macabre therefore um, you're not allowed to use it even now and the gemar brings a b'raisa it says in a b'raisa you have a mat made here of different materials and now the mat got destroyed and it's smaller in size, so whatever is left, even though it's less than the size, meaning less than the size that we say that it's necessary to be Mechabal There are different things, uh, different materials. Usually we say, depending on the thing and the material and the significance in Chashivas, but for example, six by six Fachim would be the size for these materials. So if it that's the that's the sheer for it to be Mechabal So what happens if I had a mat, so certainly if it was six by six Fachim, a, a mat of these things, so it's Mechabal I can't use it for the Chach. But what the price is adding is that even if it got reduced in its size and now it's no longer it's no longer six by six still the alloch is a you're not allowed to use it for stock. what's the shot that can't be makabutum anymore so what's what's the issue it must be it's like we were teaching it's like Ravami was saying that since it originated from something that was originally macabutumba even though right now it can no longer be makabutumba because it got smaller so we still say uh we say that you can't you can't use it uh, why would the mat have been Mechabal Tumah? So Rashi seems to say because if a zav or an would lie on it, so there's a toma called Medras that's specific to them. And since the mats are, are made for them to lie on, so therefore they would be makabal if a zav, Nida, someone like that would lie in them. Okay, continues the price bra- So we had okay. So the bryce so is a good proof to Ravami. Now the bryce so continues. And let's say you have a mat which is made of reeds. Gedola, if it's a big one, When you use it for schach, And you cannot. So what's the shot What's going on? If it's a big one, so we don't know why it was made. This is the issue. So we don't know if it was made to be a clear, If it was made to be a mat, it's go- if it was made to be a mat, so if it's, it, then it's makabo tama. And as we learned before, then even if it gets smaller, you can't use it. But if it was made to be for schach. So and it's not makabatum, and it's good. So, what the brides are saying is, how do you know if this mat was made for schach, in which case you could use it, or if it was made for lying, um, in which case you cannot use it? So, we say as follows if it's, a, if it's a big one, you assume it was made for schach. Usually, the bigger ones were, 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 used, were used for use schach, not to lie. And if it was a smaller one, then we assume it was made for lying, and you can't use it. Rabbi Omer, no. Even the and you can't use it for schach. In other words, he's concerned that even if it's a bigger one, we're still we still make the assumption that it was made for lying on, therefore it's a cle. So bottom line is, we have these ideas, we're not sure, what, we just have these mats lying around, we don't know what they were made for, and we don't know if they were made for schach and they're not mekabal and they're good, or if they were made to lie on and they are mekabal and you cannot use them for schach. and we're trying to make certain assumptions based upon the size, and we end up in a machlok is tanaim. if you have a larger one, whether or not we assume uh, that it was made, um, it was made for schach and it's good, or if we have to be choshesh, that maybe it was made to lie on and it is Okay, now we go back to the mission. The mission said, begadish. So, what was the issue again with the haystack? The, the issue with the haystack was Tasav because when it was a haystack, it wasn't an oil, it wasn't made for shelter at all. There wasn't even any roof, it was just one big haystack. So, then certainly it's not, it's not, uh, it's not a soga. So, even if you now go and d- dig out the interior, so now you have a roof, but the roof is just kind of like naturally there. What was covering the space before, but at the top of the haystack, the, 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 the schach still wasn't put down, the shame cell, because at the time when you put it down, there was no interior at all. So it's toss of luminosities, and that's why it's no good. That was the in of the Mishnah. So the Gemara teaches this is only true when it was a type of haystack, which the scenario was that there was no, there was no space, there was no hole in the haystack. That was at least one tefachai for the length of seven tfachamu. It was just totally stuffed up and that's why when you put down the layer of uh when you put down the haystack it wasn't put the shame cell and if it wasn't put the shame cell so now even though it, when you go ahead and you dig out the uh the interior now it's going to be if there was a hole that was one teva high for at least a length a length of seven tfachim, which is the minimum size and then what happened was you're Increase the height now to ten tefachim. How That would be a good sukkah. That wouldn't be t'atsav lomod Meaning, as long as there was one tefach high amount of uh, of space. So then it turns out that when when the when the when the top of the roof of the haystack was there, it was a roof, it was put down shame cell, it was a little bit there to provide protection, to provide protection and shelter for that one tefach of height. So if you now go ahead and increase the size, that's okay. In other words, it's only ta'asa of and when the top of the haystack was covering no interior, no space, so therefore it wasn't forming, it wasn't. didn't have a shame of asrach at all, and it's only becoming asrach when you dig out the interior, that's where we have an issue of ta'asa of and But if at the time when I put down the, the top of the haystack, there was a little bit of whole. There was a little bit of a cavity that it was covering, at least one, there was one Tavachai. So then it's okay because at that time it does have a, a shame of, a, of a schach. It is schach. I the shear wasn't ten Tfachim, so you're increasing the size now for ten Tfachim. And the Rishonim elaborate upon this a little bit. The idea of needing ten Tfachim, that's not really a din in schach. that's a din how big the walls and, tie, and, and how big the walls have to be, how, how how much usage of the space in the interior of the sukkah has to be. So that's good. That can be an extension. You can do that afterwards. That's not going to be tasav Lom and It's only possible also if the schach itself, at the time that it was constructed, at the time that the schach was put on, it wasn't forming that function of being a tzel, wasn't forming that function, it had no capacity of being a shem schach when the haystack was totally stuffed. That's where we have an issue. But if in the case where the haystack was put up, there was at least, one tefach of height over there for the length of seven tvachim, So then we're good. Then it had the shame—the shame, the shame of, a, of a height of a sukkah there. It had the shame; the height of a sukkah was performing tefach. Even though afterwards you have to go and increase the height to ten tvachim, that's still okay. It says the gemara tanya miha. We bring a brisa like Rafuna chutz The brisa says somebody who hollows out a haystack to make the sukkah—it is good. It's a valid sukkah. So why is that a riot, rafuna? The proof we explain is because the mishnah said obviously that it's no good. Anantan, our mishnah said the opposite. Sukkah, when you when you <laughs> at the haystack, it's not a good zikah. We have to say it's like Rafuna said, that the Mishnah went when it was totally closed up, so there was no real shim schach there originally at all. However, and, and the prize was talking about it without a case that it was originally one tafach, and since it was originally one tafach, therefore, you, um, it's not going to be because when it was put down, it was originally a shim schach, so you had to make it bigger. Ika says the more different version here, Ika the Ramal Mirma. Some people made it like a asked as a contradiction. Our mission I said, if you hollow at the haystack, it's no good. When the answer is the price saw uh, there was already a hole beneath the haystack. It was a height of one tafakh for a length of seven. Our mission in the case was that there was not a height of one tefach, a hole that was the height of one tefach for the length of seven. So if there was a hole, that's the price that won't be tassam and also the shame of was already there. But if there was not a hole, then it then it wasn't a, a shame of a of a shach, Then in fact, it would be of a also to um, to go ahead now and and and, and dig out the interior. Okay, so that's different versions, but it gets all to the same point that the issue of Tassel and Azra is only when the haystack was completely closed and it's first becoming a shame slag now when you're digging out the interior. Okay, now we move on to the walls of the sukkah. Says the Mishnah: defans matzah. You're making walls go from the top going down. So meaning you you start the top of the of the, of the, the you start making the wall from the top. So right at the edge where it meets the sukkah, you start making a wall and you work your way down. If it doesn't reach within three tefachim of the ground, it's no good. If it leaves a gap between the bottom of the wall and the ground, there's more than three tefachim, it's no good. that's no good. And we'll see that the reason is because if there's a gap there, then it doesn't really function as a machitza. It doesn't really to keep keep animals and keep things out from coming in. So therefore, that's not going to be considered a good mechitza. If you're making the walls from the bottom up, as long as the walls are ten tfachim high, that's fine. In other words, there's no halacha they have to reach. The you need the mechitza to be ten tzvachim. There's no din has to reach the s'chach, But when it's going down, that's where the Mishnah is teaching this halacha that it's not enough that the machitza is 10 t'vachim. You need the machitza to be 10 and also reach within three t'vachim of the ground. So basically, a machitza has to be connected to the ground with lavud um, and be 10 high. If you're missing that, then it will be an issue. But the machitza does not have to reach the schach. Here we have a machlokas about this point. Rabbiosi disagrees. Kishim shel and just when you build it for the bottom going up, it's fine if it's 10 tvachim, even if there's a lot of space between it and the schach. it doesn't have to reach the schach. So too, if you build it from the top going down, it's good if it's 10 tvachim high. It doesn't make a difference how big of the gap is between it and the ground. So Rabbi Yossi is basically saying that the walls don't have to reach within three tvachim. So the Gemara now says, "What's, what's the root of the Shai?" Rabbi holds that a hanging wall is a, is a good wall. In other words, a wall. There's nothing fundamental that says that the wall has to reach the ground. So as long as the wall is ten tefachim, it's fine. Even if it's higher than above three tefachim from the ground. And the other, the the, the therefore, he's mater. He's mater. The other wall, mechitza and matirus, suspended wall, is the matir on Shabbos. That way, it has to, the the fundamentals of mechitza are that it reaches the ground. So therefore, it's not going to be good if it's more than three tefachim off the ground. It says the Gemara that this can relate to another issue that we have in Irvin. So just a little bit of an introduction over here. When you have uh, an item in one courtyard, you're not allowed to carry it to another courtyard on Shabbos, unless it was like a, a special of of Chatzeris which was made, um, and there has to be you know some sort of access between the two at any rate so what do, what do we have over here? We have a bar so you have a pit, a cistern that 's located. Partially inside of one chatzar and partially inside of another chatzar. And there's like a wall that goes, you know, divides between the two chatzars. But the point is that under the wall, there's a cistern, like a pit, which is dug under. Part of it's in one chatzar and part of it is in the other chatzar. And there's a very important idea that water always mixes. So there's no concept, you know, I'm just taking the water on my my side and you'll take the water that's on your side. If either of us would be drawing water on Shabbos, it's basically tantamount to transferring an item that's in your chatzar over to my chatzar. Because all the water mixes... Um, underneath, so and it's also again to, to carry from one private chater to another private khatar, um on Shabbos. You're not allowed to do such a thing. So the 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 the, the Mishnah now teaches this halacha: imamal you're not allowed to draw water from on Shabbos. In other words, even though there's a, there's a wall which divides even though there's a wall which divides on top, that doesn't help because under the wall, in the bar, there's, it, there's no wall at all. So since there's no wall at all, so there's this concept that all the water is mixed, and at any time I'm going to go draw water then, it's going to be considered as if I'm taking something that's from, from in your chatzar and bringing it to my chatzar, which you're not allowed to do on Shabbos. Again, this is only a durabana that you're not allowed to carry an item um, that's in your chatzar over to my chatzar on Shabbos. That's a Dura You know, Chazal said, you shouldn't carry even between different, differently owned private... Uh, domains on Chavez without the usage of air, chutz, and the like. So, anyways, that's what the point of the mission here is. Even though there's a wall on top of the pit, if there's a pit that's partially in my Chatzer and a pit that's partially in your Chatzer, we cannot transfer from one another on Chavez. No, there has to be a partition that's in the pit itself so the the mission is saying that it doesn't make a difference if it 's on top or on bottom, meaning if it's close deep in the water or it 's just you know in on the top of the pit, but it 's still in the interior of the pit, but towards the top above the water level it doesn't make a difference where the Machiza ten Tenvachem is, whether it 's close to the water. Or not, but it's gotta be inside the cavity of the pit. That is the point that we're saying. It's gotta be in the pit. There's gotta be a machiza of tents in the pit. If there's machiz of in the pit, then you can say when you go and you draw the water that it's not like I'm um, it's not like I'm taking I'm taking, I'm taking from your side, and when you draw water, it's not like you're taking from my side. But you, if you don't make a mechitza in the water itself, if you just, if you just want to say, hey, I've got the mechitza on top of the pit, that's not good enough. Rashi <laughs> 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 says that actually there's a machlokas here how this works. Top of the mitzvah. says that it's, you it could be lenient and it's enough if the mechita, even if it's far from the water, as long as it's inside of the pit, it doesn't have to be close to the water. And is he says that the, 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 the wall has to be damaged by the water down inside of the pit. So that's in Machlokas, uh, where exactly I put the Mechitza Tent Vacham in the pit. does it have to be close down, the, down by the water or anywhere within the, with, inside the pit. But everybody, again, agrees that you cannot use the Mechitza that's on top. So on the view the Mechitza, gadolim, not to your name, says you know. know, what, what's a Mechitza? The whole point is the divide. You have a division on top, right? In other words, you don't need to make any machitza inside of the wall, and inside of the pit, because the wall that goes over the cistern, that itself can be mafsi between the maim. It seems that he's saying that the machitza atulia, the suspended wall, is maikol. It's as if the wall just goes further down. So there's no issue. If you have the machitza which is running between the two chateras on top of the. On top of the pit, so you have no issue here. It's as if it goes down and divides in the water. So, why would I put machita in the water to allow carrying from one side to the other? Just rely on the wall that's on top of the pit. So that's a Machlokas um, over there in that Mishnah. So it sounds like the first views were not makel. they didn't like a hanging wall. And the second view of Rabbi Yehuda, he's okay with the hanging wall. So the Gemara explains, We found the common denominator. We found something that's similar in our Mishnah with the Sukkah. In our Mishnah, we had a Machlokas, Rabbi Yehuda, the Rabbanon. If the wall, the Sukkah has to reach down on the ground. And over there in that Mishnah, we have a Machlokas between Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim. If the wall has to... Uh, if the, wall, if the wall has to go all the way down into the pit, or if we could just rely on the wall that's on top of the pit. So Reb Yehuda over there, who said that we could rely on the wall that's on top of the pit. So he goes, like Rabbi Yossi, who said in our mission that the walls of the Sukkah don't have to reach the ground. It's the same exact opinion. So the Gemara says it's not necessarily muchach that they hold of each other They may not necessarily agree with each other's opinions. It's different context. Yes, conceptually, it's similar. You have a wall which is suspended and not reaching the ground. But the application is very different. Maybe Rabbi only said it by ear of Chatser, But to begin with, there's only draw the button Remember, there's no issue to carry something that's in one person's chazir to carry it into something that's in a different person's chazir. So the whole concept is only the button, So therefore, we, we could be more lenient. Then say that it's divided by walls which are hanging, which are suspended. Of sukkah daraisa by you're talking about is something that's from the Torah. By the Torah law, you need to make sure that you have mechitzos. So this is by Torah law that you need to make sure that you have mechitzos. So then the mechitzos better be good ones, and maybe they're only considered to be good mechitzos if the walls reach the ground. And the other way, below, Rabbi also doesn't necessarily hold like Rabbi over here Rabbi was mekel because suka it's only a mitzvah. If you don't do a mitzvah, you need to an e- iser. It's just that you didn't fulfill the mitzvah. In other words, there's nothing awesome about not sitting in the sukkah. You didn't fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah. It's like not putting on tefillin. So, there we can be lenient and we can say that it's only a question of fulfilling a mitzvah. So, we can be lenient and say that a mechitzah tliya is good. Of Shabbos, there's a skilah. But when you're talking about Shabbos, it's an isra of It's such a severe type of thing. It might be a drabanan, but the concept in general of Shabbos is so hummer. You're dealing with an isra of low. Maybe he wouldn't say that you could use a mechitzah which doesn't reach the ground. Okay, now now that we're saying that Rabbi Yossi doesn't hold that you could use a mechitzah tliya on Shabbos, Rabbi Yossi was only mako for a mechitzah tliya when he was only mako by sukkah. So if you're asked, if you will ask, the story, there was a story in Sipori where we use mechitza tuli even on Shabbos. Who, who, who whose psak did they use? Rabbi was the one who was in charge in Sipori, He was the leader of the basin. So we should assume that if in Sipori they were able to use a mechitza tuli on Shabbos, we assume that they heard it from Rabbi but we're trying to make the argument. Rabbi Yossi was only a leniency by sukkah, not by Shabbos, of what happened over there with Tzippori. The answer is, It wasn't done by Rabbi Yossi. It was done by Rabbi Shmal, the son of Rabbi Yossi. So maybe it was, his son was, was thinking that you could apply the Tata's P'sak over to Shabbos, but Rabbi Yossi, if it's possible, would never have done that. So the Gemara is, is, is adamant that maybe Rabbi Yossi did not say his halacha by Shabbos. It was a kula only by sukkah. Says the Gemara, mai, mai. So what's the story that we're referring to? Came, um, from he related the story. they forgot to bring the Sefer Torah to the shul on Friday. So someone had a, a Sefer Torah in his private rishos, and it was meant to be in the shul for, for, for Shabbos, and they had forgotten to bring it on Friday. And you're not allowed to carry on Shabbos. So what was the solution? The macher person being within. The next day, they spread as sheets on top of different posts, and uh, and it made a, a little a little rishus And there were posts like on opposite sides, and they made like a, a, a little a little mini rishus that they were able to now they were able to now bring the the um, the sefer Torah through that little. To the They They were able to bring the to the and read from it. So the sheets were saying they were mechitzos, right? And they were hanging them on Shabbos, but evidently they didn't reach the ground. They were just like you know, you, 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 you they hung a sheet over 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 a post, but evidently the sheets weren't reaching the ground. So so it was mechitzat t'luya. So how could they rely on mechitzat t'luya and say that you can carry because of it? It must be that that that, 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 that they were assuming it was based upon Rabbi Yossi, they were assuming that Mechitz um, HaTzli was okay for Shabbos. First, the Gemarcha challenges the facts of the story. Paris they actually spread out the sheets on Shabbos. how did they bring them? Meaning, how did they carry, if there was no era, obviously there was no era. so then how did they carry the sheets to the post, right? The whole thing is that they had their, the Sefer Torah on in their, inside of their Rishos HaYachid, in, in inside of their house, and they had to figure out a way to, to, to carry it to the shul. So they're making this for Shasayachad on Shabbos based on these sheets. But how are they carrying their sheets out of their house into the street to go make the mechitzos? So the says What happened was they found that the sheets were already spread out from before Shabbos, meaning they realized that there was this little corridor that that was that was, that was formed because there was already. Um, on Friday, there were some sheets that were spread out on the post from before Shabbos. But the question was whether it was a Rosh Hashanah, whether even though the sheets didn't reach the ground, whether it was okay for them to carry the sefer Torah through this little corridor. And uh, they did rely on it. And they were assuming even though it was a Mechitz HaTuliah, but it was still okay. They could rely on it um, to, carry, to carry the sefer Torah to the shul. And again, the Gemara is clarifying that's based upon Rabi but we don't know really that Rabi would be Mekel because it was not a mechitza which reached the ground that maybe Rabi was only lenient for Sukkot, not for Shabbos. All right, continues to come. You could have a mat that it's only four tzvachim and a little bit and it could still be a wall in a sukkah. So how could that be, right? Machitza's got to be ten tzvachim high. So how could you use a mat that's just a little bit more than four tzvachim and get a wall for a sukkah? Hey, how do you do that? The answer is you have exactly... Ten T'vachim. If exactly ten T'vachim up to the schach. So you hang it midway between the schach and the ground. It's less than three T'vachim to the ground and less than three T'vachim to the schach. So therefore, you can say Lavud both be, to connect the mat to the ground less than three and to connect the top of the mat to the schach less than three. So you only started with four, let's say 4.1, and then you put it, you situated less than three talking to the schach and less than three tacham to the ground. You put the two lovers together, you're great. It's as if you have a machitza of ten t'vachim. So you're using lavad, the two lavad, one on the bottom and one on top to create that the mechitza is ten Says so the Gemara pshita, I mean, that's obvious. What's well, the khidish? Everybody knows about lavid. And You would say maybe you could only use when you. You want to make a mechitza? Maybe you can only use one it You can't use two it So here you only have a mechitza that's four in a little bit. Even when you need to use love it twice, one on the top and one on the bottom, maybe you can't use twice. Spielt- you PC, it twice. K'mashmal mechesda tells us that you're allowed to use it twice. Says It says that a mat that's seven t'vakim a little bit could make a wall. Why? Because it, 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 because because it could um, you could use lovehood uh, to make to make up it will be you put it position it within. Um, you'll position it You'll position it within three tvachim and use love it. It could be 10. So the price was tr- also using love it. The price is specifying this case, however, where the marcellus is seven and using love it once. It sounds like, it, and not like our cheddish, you could even have a marcellus so that's a little bit more than four and use love it twice, one on top and one on bottom, and it can be considered like 10. So what's going on? So my answer is Kitan That price is talking about a big sukkah, a sukkah that was higher than 10 tvachim. If it's that high, then then you can't use the two love it. Our case only made 10, whereas 4.1, if you could use a love it to the and a love it to the ground, then put it in the middle. That's all good if it's 10 Tfakram high. But the B'risa was talking about that it was, um, the B'risa was talking about a, a taller sukkah. If it's a taller sukkah, then you're going to need to have a mausoleus that's at least seven Falcon wide in order to function, uh, for the, for the wall. Okay. Um, now the Gemara continues in my Kamashallah, then what's the Chiddish? Meaning, if you're only using love at once, Bishlama, we thought before that the Sukkot was 10 Tfalchim high, and still you hadn't needed one of seven, the Brihis was teaching us, so you don't say two love. But now that we're saying it was a tall one, um, and that you, the reason you can use one love it, is because it was too high. If you would put it in the middle, it would be more than three off from the schach in the ground. So then, what's the novelty? So, the answer is the, the Brihad Sweet Teacher, Mashashashun Tfams <laughs> Matak Reb Yossi, was telling us that you don't have to worry. Well, you could go like Reb you don't have to worry that the curtain reaches the ground. So, what you're doing is you're going to put the marcellus that's a little bit more than seven within three of the schach. So, it'll be the ten hanging down from the schach as if, but then it will be more than three tfach from the ground. And the khadish is that that's okay. That we go like Ribyosi and uh, we're machshir, even though the walls don't reach the ground. As long as I have a ten wall, it's okay, even if the wall, the wall is suspended. And that's what it's telling us that I'll put it within three talking of the schach. So then I'll put seven plus three, I'll get ten tefachim, And then even though it's hanging off the ground, um, that will be okay. But in the chanami, in our case, like we mentioned before, where it's only ten tevachai, so then it will be great. If it's only ten tevachai, all I'll have to do is... Um, all I have to do is put within three twachim of the slach and within three twachim of the ground and everything and everything will be okay that way. I'll have i I'll have a, a wall that's considered ten twachim and you can say a double lovehood The gemara continues with one more din, Amar Ba'ami, Pas Arbo Mashu, That if you have a board which is 10 Tvachim high, but the point is that it's four Tvachim and a little bit wide, that can be good to be an entire wall of a Sukkah. So a Sukkah needs three walls, and uh, we're saying if it's 10 Tvachim high, so you would think that it, that's not a good enough unless it's seven Tvachim wide, because the minimum amount of a Sukkah has to be in its width is seven by seven. So you would think think that the board is not good, and Rabbi is telling us that that's not the case. Rabami's is teaching us that as long as it's four and a little bit wide, it can be okay. How could it be good? doesn't have to be at least seven Tvachim wide. The case is, you could set it up less than three away from another wall the wall where it's going to meet at the edge where it's perpendicular to any hole that's less than three twachim wide is treated like it's love it, is treated like it's if it's closed up. So therefore since it's gonna be with love it is treated like it's closed up. So it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be considered as if the wall is really seven twachim, even though the wall itself is only was um, only a little bit more than four. But since you have the principle of love it together reaching to the edge, it's gonna be considered as if it has a wall, the dimensions really seven to What's Of course, it's just a simple idea of love it. What's the big deal? If there's love and it's within three, so the four is going to turn into seven. Why is that a khadish? The how come this is what he's telling us. sheer meshach he's teaching us what is the sukkah's minimum width. And remember, because this was not such a simple thing, it was machokas between Bishama and Baisol. If the minimum size of a sukkah has to be uh seven or six, the question was whether the table has to fit. Uh, inside of the sukkah. There was also opinion of Rebbe that a sukkah has to be four by four almost. So it wasn't so simple that a sukkah's dimension is really seven by seven t'vachim. So Rebbe Ami was telling us this chiddush that it's seven by seven t'vachim and the way that he was telling it to us is that the minimum size board that you can have to use as a wall is going to be a little bit more than four. With coming close to the edge, with love it's going to be considered like a seven. And with it then it would be uh, a kosher sukkah. And the chiddush of that is that the shear of a sukkah is seven t'vachim.